0: Welcome back to Movies and Mocha's Caffeinated Film Talks. We are recording today from Healing Interactive Massage Therapy. They specialize in lymphatic therapy and cupping massage. It is honestly, like, the most relaxing thing you'll ever do. It's great. Um, You can visit their website at healinginteractive.com for more information. But believe me when I say it's, like, legit the best thing ever. Um they've been gracious enough to let us record in their office space on their off days um so yeah give a big shout out and a thanks to them for allowing us the space to do this podcast on with the show hey i'm drew welcome to movies and mochas caffeinated film talks this is where we drink coffee and discuss our favorite movies each week, one of my friends and I will talk about a different movie. So, your favorite coffee, relax, and let's get started. Welcome back to Movies and Mocha's Caffeinated Film Talks. I'm here with my good friend, Rachel Caps today. Hey, everyone! And we are talking about uh, the brand new movie, Chaos Walking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, while we're doing it, we've both had really long days so far, so we are drinking some fresh... Lack as can be pour-overs. You
1: better believe it. <laughs> good old
0: Coast Coffee. Um, yeah, they're just really good. Uh, if you listeners are tired of hearing me say how good it is, you should buy some yourself. You can go to coastcoffeeroasters.me and enter the promo code MOVIESandMOCAS20 and you can get 20% uh, off at checkout. They have bags of beans, cold brew, coffee soda shots, um, masks right now you know for the world we're Handy. Curren- currently living in yeah uh so go to coastcoffeeroasters.me movies and mochas 20 at checkout to get 20 percent off some of this amazing coffee for yourself uh chaos walking <laughs> <laughs> so we went and saw it it came out march 5th of 2021 mm-hmm. this year so to give anyone who's listening fair amount of warning spoiler alerts for this movie, we're going to talk about everything. Yeah. We're going to spoil the endings. We're going to discuss all of it. So if you don't want to be spoiled, you need to go see this movie before listening to this episode. That
1: includes reading the book. I'm going to be talking about the book a lot. Yes. Because it's one of my favorite books of all time. Like, yes.
0: It's yeah. a trilogy. Mm-hmm. So I, It's yeah, so good. We rec- We recommend seeing the movie first off, like more than anything, but at least then also reading the books. Yeah. If reading is something you're into.
1: And if it's not like get audiobooks, yeah, yeah, those are great. You I love get a good books. author, not a good author, a good reader.
0: reader? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's
1: it's like watching a movie if you close your eyes and imagine it.
0: Yes. Well, I listen to audiobooks when I drive, so I definitely can't close my eyes. <gasps> yeah, don't do that. No. But I love I love <laughs> listening to audiobooks when I'm working, or when I'm driving because like I'm busy doing stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's it's like listening to a podcast. I listen to podcasts and audiobooks. All the time when I'm working because it gives something for my mind to drift away and focus on while I'm getting my work done. Yeah. Um, sure. I've gotten through so many books You by doing audio. Otherwise, I wouldn't have time to read them. No. Right. It's fantastic. Good stuff. S- yes. So with that, um, go watch the movie. Go read the books and then come back and listen to this episode unless you don't care about being spoiled and then go ahead and listen to this before any of that. <laughs> um, so we saw this. On Friday, on yeah. the day it came out, March 5th. Yep. Um, we went and watched it at AMC Theaters. <laughs> um, and then, if you had caught it, we did kind of like a first impressions um, yeah. after the movie we, mm-hmm. on Instagram Live. We're um, I'm going to be doing more of those as movies start being released. That um, There are going to be movies we talk about on the podcast in the future, uh, but you'll get like a first impression video after I go see the movies as I'm walking out of the theater. So, make sure you... Keep an eye on um, our Instagram page. It's Movies and Mocha's podcast on Instagram. Um, And we'll give updates on when those Instagram lives will happen as movies start being released more. Mm -hmm. So here is an extended conversation to follow Mm -hmm. up our first impressions. Yeah.
1: So the basic premise of the movie is um, the main character, Todd, is um, living in a world where... It's only men in his town, and y- they can hear and see each other's thoughts. Like, they call it the noise. They call it noise because it's that's what it is. It's so noisy there, um, and they do a really good, cool, cool job at portraying the noise. So, like in the book, you can only hear it, but in the movie, you can see it, and I which I think is
0: really cool because you can see memories, you can fee- see yeah. thought, like you, you, it's like. When it's you can either see it as a picture or it's just like this blue wispy kind Mm -hmm. of thing that swirls around their head or it like turns into like actual pictures and and like uh, projections. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. It's it's really cool. So um, it's following Todd in this town called Prentice Town and then there's something something strange turns up. And it's um, a girl, and Todd has never seen a girl before. All of the women died in Princess Town because when peop- he was a baby. Yeah, the natives of the land called Spackle killed all the women. So Todd meets this girl, and she's not
0: from that planet that they're on. Um, and because realizes, that's the other part is this: yeah. we're not on Earth. No. So Earth. This is in like I think the movie said 20. 20- 251 yeah it's like t- yeah 2251 something like that um, it's
1: 2257 because i remember I thinking close. oh that's 33 years in the future or something like that i did the math in my head and i think it's incorrect it's
0: 233 years thank you something mm-hmm. like that yeah um add the extra 200 but the premise is oh yeah earth yeah, became sure, right like off. uninhabitable to yeah. an extent or it was becoming... It was becoming uninhabitable, yeah. like, overpopulation, resources leaving. Yeah. So, as we've all assumed is going to happen, space exploration is going further. And they started sending these, like, fleets of people mm-hmm. to go try to find another livable world.
1: Yeah. So, um, they found this world that they're on. Um, yes. And they, there was a big war with the natives who lived there, the Spackle. Um, which is very interesting, because... Todd and the people of Prentice Town call them the aliens. And then Vi- Viola, the girl, points out that it's actually Todd and the people of Prentice Town who are the aliens.
0: Right. So. And Todd's argument was, well, they killed my mom, so they're the aliens.
1: Which is logically very, unsound. It's a very boyish response. Yeah. It's a very okay. boyish response. Yeah. So, the, what I really liked about the movie and how they portrayed Todd and everything was like, all of his thoughts were very much like teenage boy,
0: unfiltered. Teenage very boy.
1: unfiltered teenage boy. There was a lot of language, um, which
0: there's a lot of language. Yeah,
1: which took me aback at first, but then I was like, you know, it's it's teenage boys, like without oh, yeah. Jesus, you're gonna say a lot of bad words.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even with Jesus, sometimes mentally a bad word. It's true. It comes true. out every once yeah. in a
1: while. So in Princess Town. It's run by this man, they just call him the mayor. Um, and the mayor Todd says is a war hero. He helped in the battle against Spackle and so people wanted to make him mayor. And then the mayor has a son called Davy, Davy. and um, he is it's a Nick Jonas. Jerk. He is also Nick Jonas, yeah, which is kind of fun. Um, I thought
0: he'd have, for as much as the trailers, like, showed his face, mm-hmm. I thought he'd have a bigger role.
1: Yeah. So, Davey does have a larger role in the books, but in the movie, it's just, they they hint at the tension between Todd and Davey.
0: Because they don't they, hint at it. They straight up show that there's They straight tension. up show that there's
1: tension because Todd looks up to the mayor so much. Yeah. Um, and whenever, so Todd lives- Todd is the youngest-
0: in Todd is the youngest boy in town, Prentice Town. Meaning he's going to be, like, the yeah. last one there because yeah. there's no women. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, and he mentions that um, when you, we can hear his thoughts. He's thinking, oh, I'm the last boy in town. Soon I'm going to be the last man on earth because they think Prentice Town is the only town. Or, like, Todd does. Yeah. Because he, does, he was a baby. He was a baby. He doesn't know what's going on. Todd lives with – both of his parents are dead. He lives with two guys named Ben and Killian who – raised him yeah and they never they never point out that they are a couple but they are like
0: they 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 hint at it very yeah obviously uh-huh but uh, but to it's not ex-
1: in your face or yes anything. i like that it's, they don't
0: shove the agenda yeah it's just that's these characters and you're like okay mm. yeah all right you just kind of roll with it i mean yeah. it makes sense when it's a town of all guys
1: yeah and it's very interesting, like the two characters, because Killian um, is very—he's more similar to Todd than Ben is. Ben is like very intellectual. He wears glasses, so obviously he's smart. Um, He—he's very in control of his of his noise, and yeah. you don't—you barely hear anything from him until, unless he
0: wants you to. Unless
1: he wants you to, which is cool. Um, but then Killian is a little more brash and loud, and. You can hear his Impulsive. thoughts. Yeah, he does a pretty good job most of the time at controlling it, but things leak out, and so he'll tell Todd like, "Control your noise." But he also struggles with it. Right. Um, so Todd, since he's the youngest, he struggles a lot with controlling his noise, and to control it, he will repeat,
0: um, "I'm Todd Hewitt. I'm Todd Hewitt. I'm yeah. Todd Hewitt," and that
1: helps cover it up.
0: But it also is a tell. Yeah. When he's, he's trying he's to hide, hide something. something. Yeah. And it and it becomes really obvious about halfway through the movie mm-hmm. that that like because he does it the whole time yeah but at first you're almost like it almost could be taken as him just rambling mm-hmm. and not wanting those direct thoughts to be projected for the people to yeah. see but it very quickly becomes into his tell that he's trying to hide something and the other guys you spe- specifically the mayor exploit that fact yeah,
1: yeah um, absolutely so, at the beginning of the movie, the mayor is portrayed as a very, like, wise, powerful, but um, just ruler or whatever. Right. Um, Todd looks up to him a lot. Um, Gave him the mayor, knife. Yeah. There's a knife. So, the first book of the
0: Chaos Walking trilogy is called The Knife of Never Letting Go. Um, I assumed that, obviously, that's what the title was. So, I assumed that the knife yeah it's very
1: significant because in Prentice Town the definition of a man means to be tough and
0: you have to kill um, to be tough
1: yeah and like so Todd it's very interesting like Todd works so hard to hide his noise so that people will think that he's tough when really like you can hear the little insecurities like at one point he's like there's they're in a totally different town and there are three guys like trying to square up to him and so he like he's eating an apple and he like spits out his apple and he's like gotta be tough gotta be a man gotta fight these guys I, got, I can fight these I can guys I could take three of them I could take three of them was the spit too
0: much well so and then th- the fourth yeah the, the fourth man come, walks up he's like maybe the spitting was too much
1: yeah that's what he says and so you see like you see how insecure he, he can be and so yeah since the movie has a theme of, like, showing the dangers of toxic masculinity. Um, and so one of, one of them is, like, don't show weakness. Don't um, cry. Don't cry. And so you see Todd throughout the movie, like, struggling to not do these things. But it's hard because, like, you feel the feelings. And the feelings are real.
0: Right. Well, so to spoil it, literally everyone that he cares about dies. Yeah. Like killian's the first to go
1: yeah which was so sad so i guess i we should probably give some background so viola the girl she crash lands on the planet yes um everyone in her team dies she is trying to find a radio tower to call the the rest of her fleet that is coming she's just a scout um and then todd finds her and then brings her because to the she broke into his house yeah for supplies so todd is like thief and then he finds her and realizes like they don't she doesn't have a noise and then at first he's like he doesn't have a noise but then the mayor's like we have to find her and Todd's like her (gasps) it's a girl um and so eventually he finds her again and then they take her and then we find out that the mayor wants to have her for nefarious reasons he wants to get in contact with um the ship in order to like be ruler of them all you know and create his own little empire yeah um, so Todd takes Viola and with the help of Ben and Killian is going to a different town called Farbridge, which he d- had no idea existed. Right. Um, he knows nothing of the history of Prentice Town. He just knows Spackle, war, mayor is good. Um, so he and Viola escape to Far Branch and they're like running. I forget, I forget what I was talking about beforehand leading up to that. <laughs> so anyway there yeah. oh we're talking about how everyone dies everyone dies so in order to help todd escape killian sacrifices his life um trying he like shot a guy because the cause dude the guy was, was about shooting. to shot
0: the dude was about to, to shoot, shoot todd yeah and so killian shot first which then had davy who mm-hmm. i also thought that was a good thing because at before that part you know when todd is sitting like in the little town area and davy's coming back from like a hunt i guess mm-hmm. todd is like he's never like he's not a real man he hasn't killed anything yet mm-hmm. um talking about davy and yeah. so then i thought i i i thought that was a um a, a little tidbit mm-hmm. to notice that it was davy who's the one who shot killian yeah and it so almost no, like a real man it almost set davy on like a path of like i'm gonna get everyone I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna kill all these people. Yeah, like to prove it to his dad.
1: Yeah, because you can tell that because that's what that's is what so the rivalry was in, Di- in yeah. Davey. Yeah,
0: that's what the rivalry between Davey and Todd was. Is Todd's always like you know the Todd's mayor the likes me. Ma- the mayor yeah. likes me more than his own son. Yeah, and you can tell that that's why Davy hates mm-hmm. Tom because he knows that his dad is like. Yeah. It, and obviously, the mayor is definitely. Warm and encouraging to Todd, is. more as a manipulation tactic, yeah, to keep him under his hold.
1: Yeah, but he knows Todd is powerful because yes. there are some things that you can do with your noise where you can create illusions to fool people, mm-hmm. um, and he knows Todd is really good at that, and his son Davey is not. Yeah. So, um, so Killian dies. So Killian and dies. Then Ben goes with the mayor to Far Branch in order to protect t- Todd. Um. Todd and Viola are like running to Far Branch, and oh, Todd also has a dog. His name is Manchi. It's the cutest He's dog. He's the cutest dog. Um, on the way to Far Branch, Todd and Viola like get to know each other a little more. Um, Todd has some really awkward teenage boy thoughts about the girl
0: in front of said girl. In
1: front of the girl, and she's not as disturbed as I think she should be.
0: I think she's really good at hiding it.
1: Yeah, probably. But also,
0: this took place after the whole fishing thing. Where she
1: saw his butt. Where
0: we all and saw his butt. And everything else. She saw everything else. Yeah. You For could see who it, who it in her, watching her face. the movie,
1: Tom, we see Tom Holland's butt. We um, do. I don't... I'm not... I don't care about butts, honestly. I'm like, you've seen one, you've seen them all. It's true. It's true. <laughs> anyway. Um... So, so you're saying you think she's interested?
0: No, I think okay. <laughs> after that fact, she can't really get at hiding. She like she's already seen everything.
1: Yeah. So and she I, sees everything inside.
0: Right. Cause. Well, and it, like she she's uh, she's literally already seen everything. So I don't think I think it's almost like nothing else can top it. Yeah. That's an interesting thing to point out. Because so like, Viola
1: sees everything about Todd. She's yeah. seen, like, his entire body. She's seen every single one of his thoughts. She knows his history with his mom and with Ben and Killian and everything. But she still, like, is his friend yeah. and, like, cares about him. Yeah. Which, that's beautiful.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't
1: thought about that. Anyway. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but so with that of her not being, not acting as disgusted, as she could have mm-hmm. in that moment where we see Todd's unfiltered thoughts yeah um which it's just a makeout scene yeah for it's anyone nothing, curious it's nothing bad It's a pg-13 movie yeah it's pg-13 it's literally but it's like he says something that like sounds like really strong and she leans in and then they start making out and it turns out that that's that was a projection <laughs> of his thoughts yeah. and she's just like what are you doing and then um, he goes and sleeps in the rain because <laughs> he's embarrassed, as poor. he should be. Yes, but so with that, I don't think she acts as disgusted because it's like, well, I've already seen literally everything else. Yeah. Of course, this is what happens. Like he's a <laughs> well, especially because literally one of the first things she heard was when he came up, other than the it's a girl, is Yellow oh hair, her she's hair's pretty. pretty. Yeah, she's pretty. Like, and that's something that has kept coming up. So it's it. It's not, I don't think it's a shock to her. Yeah. Is, I guess, is, yeah.
1: I think it was at first, but then she was like, eh, it makes sense.
0: Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it would still be, yeah, definitely a shock, but um, not to, like, full on disgust her. Mm-hmm. So.
1: Yeah. But they make it to Far Branch. I do. Um, and one of the things Ben and Killian told Todd was, like, don't tell them you're from Prentice Town. Which means something bad has happened in Prentice Town. Yep. And then they get to Far Branch. And we find out that it is because the people of Prentice Town killed all the women in their town, including Todd's mom. Yep. Um, And we find this out by Todd pulls out a journal that his mom, his mom's journal. Yes,
0: his mom's journal that Ben hid in the knapsack.
1: But the thing is, Todd can't read. Because the preacher Aaron, we didn't even talk about Aaron because oh, he's yeah. just kind of. We
0: haven't touched on him yet.
1: We'll get there. Um, but Aaron, freaking Aaron. I the also pe- want
0: to, uh, his name.
1: Mm-hmm. I know, but yeah, yeah. The preacher Aaron had them burn all the books because he said the only knowledge you need you can get from the noise.
0: Because they were born with the noise. Yeah.
1: Um. So Todd takes it to Viola and she reads it to him and they find out that, um his mom can tell that the men are angry because they can't hear the women's thoughts and, like, they're so open and vulnerable to the women. So she sees the mayor rise up, want to be a leader, and then she's like, I feel like something bad's going to happen. And then Todd puts two and two together and realizes that the men of Prentice Town killed all the women. Yes. And so then he has this big emotional scene and it's, like, it it's pretty gut-wrenching. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. And... I want to applaud Tom Holland and Daisy Ridley both because so much of the dialogue in this movie is through the noise. Yeah. Which is added in post-production, you know? And so when when they were on set, they're acting just through facial emotions. Yeah. And to do a scene like that, to do all of it, but to do a scene like that with no words spoken is just
1: so difficult
0: yeah and it's crazy how like um how well it's done
1: yeah i agree i agree
0: yeah so they find out um
1: that all the women were murdered
0: because of aaron and the mayor yeah both of them like together Mm -hmm. decided to kill them um okay let's talk about aaron real fast
1: Dude. He's he's such an interesting character. In the book, he plays more of a he has more of a prominent role than what he did in the movie. Because in the movie, I felt like he was kind of unnecessary. Like I understand why he was there. So Aaron is the preacher of Prentice Town. He started when they first came and like settled and stuff. Um,
0: to which Todd's response is always, "Why do we need a preacher? No one goes to church."
1: Yeah. Like you can hear it in his thoughts very frequently, Aaron is surround in his thoughts is surrounded by fire and brimstone, just which I thought was burning, a really cool damnation. Yeah,
0: uh add that his blue noise always had a tinge of orange flame. Yeah, I thought it was really cool.
1: It was very interesting. He's always walking around like,
0: is he really quoting scripture? There are a couple because like, I really tried- damning
1: scriptures, but. Yeah. Or, like, scriptures that sound like that. Like, yeah. super... But I didn't recognize all kind of, of it as scripture. Yeah, a his, lot of it was mumbling. twisted. Yeah. A lot of it was very twisted. Um, but Aaron basically has formed a cult around the noise. Like, he pretty much worships the noise. It's not he's spoken very, outright that...
0: And he's very insecure. And yeah. this is why he decided to kill all the women. is because That's why he persuaded all the men to kill the women is because you know, deep down it's just an insecurity of they have no idea what the women think.
1: Yeah, which is the whole thing with the men in Prentice Town. Like it's all insecure and like at the end you find out that the mayor's just one a big coward. And that's why he's done all that he's done. But Aaron is insecure, I feel like, mostly because um there's a line at the very end which helps put his character kind of together because before then you're you're a little confused about him but there's a line at the end that says i can't hear god there's only noise um like for is him is it that or
0: he can't he can't tell the difference if it's God yeah, or noise
1: yeah so that that has really just like shaken his faith and yeah. shattered it so he feels like viola should be a sacrifice for the noise he's always saying like the noise demands a sacrifice and like
0: Martyrs. scary stuff
1: like that martyrs he keeps yeah. talking about
0: martyrs also so with that and you know i mentioned his name yeah i just looked up the meaning of the name aaron because mm-hmm. you know it is a very big biblical name mm-hmm. uh bearer of martyrs mm-hmm. is what his name means That's it also word. means enlightened a um, mountain of strength but at the very end it says and bearer of martyrs crazy which i think is a really good nod to him always talking about the the vo- the noise needs a martyr like
1: yeah. i think that's how he saw women because since they didn't have any noise he was like well if the noise it basically he's if he's thinking that the noise is god and he's confusing the noise with god yeah then he's like well if they don't have noise
0: so they don't have god
1: yeah they don't have god they don't have souls like they they're must weak. not they're weak we just should sacrifice them, yeah, because they're they don't matter in this world yeah. of noise.
0: Twisted, horribly twisted, messed up. It doesn't even make sense. Like, if you just think it from a logical standpoint, if you want your town to survive, you you literally need women, mm-hmm. just to reproduce. Yeah. Otherwise, you die out. Yeah. It, it doesn't make any sense. Like from any any point of view it makes no sense so in the book
1: um the mayor was waiting until every boy in the town becomes a man and then he wanted to take over all of this new world um so that yeah so he was basically forming an army out of his town um to take over new world completely yeah it doesn't explain that well in the movie because it it seems like when Viola shows up, that's when he decides, like, "Oh, we gonna we gonna take over the world now because right. radio towers and getting help and stuff."
0: Yeah.
1: Um. But so in Far Branch, like when men and women are equal. There's a female. It's even mayor. hinted that the
0: women are a little more in charge.
1: Yeah. Which is interesting. In the books there are different towns and they show different ways of governing. Like in Far Branch in the books, it's very much women who are have the authority. Yeah. Um, so in the movie they kind of they're not like dictators or anything, but they they do have like kind of a higher role to play and they're very understanding about the noise. Like they're like men and women can't sleep together because the men are too loud, stuff like that. Um so which I
0: love that her dad's dream was a baseball game yeah it's so funny and random And it was
1: so loud yeah it was loud he was he was super into it
0: um
1: so the mayor and the people of prentice town show up in far branch looking for viola because they want to go to the radio tower um and that's when you find out how much power ben actually carries um because they send him in after todd they like find him Because the mayor gives Ben
0: a deal. If he can get the girl, Todd will go free. Survive. He'll be fine. Yeah. They won't kill Todd. Yeah. So so they send Ben in to talk to him. mm -hmm.
1: And then Ben walks out with Viola and we're all like. And you see Todd escaping through the back. Yeah. So you're like, oh, my gosh. Ben just like pulled a fast one.
0: Well, then in my head, I was like, what trick? What did they send Todd to do? Yeah. That was my thought is I was like, okay so viola and ben come out what did they send todd to do yeah. so viola can run
1: but then viola disappears and it turns out that ben has cast an illusion of viola using his noise
0: mm-hmm. which shows how powerful yeah
1: but ben. he is he holds that power but he's not willing to bend to the mayor's plans right so like the mayor wants to control everyone with the power to create illusions with their noise by making, turning them to his cause. And that's what he does with the men of Far Branch. He's like, yes. look. Because isn't
0: it, uh, we are the circle, the circle is one.
1: Yeah, so he uses, it's kind of like a mind control thing. He always repeats, I'm the circle and the circle is me. Everyone, is. everyone repeats, I'm the circle and the circle is me. And it's kind of like when Todd says, I'm Todd Hewitt, I'm Todd Hewitt, yeah. I'm Todd. It's a very grounding thing for Todd. But, but it's th- almost like a hypnotic. Yeah. It's like a uniting... It's like uniting the force (laughs) of noise. Yes. Under one control. Um, So Todd and Viola do escape because of Ben.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, And And this was the point where I thought he was just going to shoot Ben on sight. Yeah, but he didn't. He didn't. And I was really surprised at that. Yeah. I... Yeah. I was like, okay, Ben's dead.
1: Yeah. Um, So they... The men of Prentice Town take the men of Far Branch and have them join their army.
0: Except for the one guy, which we never talked about, of out of those guys who came to approach Todd right at the beginning of being in Far Branch, the one that was the most angry is hinted at that he came from, uh...
1: He came from Prentice Town, from yeah.
0: From yeah. And then the mayor was like, but... Because they have a rule of any men from Prentice Town come, they hang them on the spot. Yeah. Um, but the mayor's like but that doesn't uh that excludes boys
1: yeah because they see todd as a boy yes but todd's like no i'm a man i kill things i'm a man right i'm tough
0: and they're like no child you're a boy calm down um and i like that he was like that guy who was the Mm. most mad because we find out he was from prentice town and escaped he like the fact that he walked up and started shouting to the mayor, like, no, you're a liar. Yeah. And then he killed him. Yeah.
1: He like Exploded. vaporized him. Yeah.
0: Expl- I was not expecting that. Yeah. I think, was, I think, I think, I think I was. We both were like, whoa. Yeah. I think out loud it was like, whoa. Yeah. Okay. It was, it was pretty violent. It was unexpected. <laughs> yeah.
1: um,
0: But it, everyone else. I just thought that was yeah. a interesting thing. Yeah. That he.
1: This man saw through he the mayor's knew. lies and yeah. didn't want to be a part of any of it. Yeah, um, but Todd and Viola escape, and they're running to this river. Viola's like, "I can't swim." Todd's like, "You don't have to get in the boat." Um, and so they all, a Manchie, who's been the faithful companion the since day cute one, dog. The little Manchi. Get in the boat. And then here comes Aaron, scary preacher man, on his horse. His horse drowns. Like, I know. He freaking lets his horse drown. That's that two makes horses me that mad. died. I know. So Todd's horse fell off a cliff with him. Whiskey. 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 He broke his uh, he broke his leg. Yeah. And so Todd's like, I have to kill him. And so he dead. Putting him out of his misery. Me, which surprised me. Side note. Um, So in the book, the way to become a man is you have to kill something. Mm-hmm. Todd doesn't know this. Um because of reasons um so in the book he is 13 going on 14 and when he turns 14 that's when he's officially a man
0: yes
1: um so he's on this journey like even when he meets Violet and stuff he's on this journey to become a man but he doesn't feel like he can be a man because he cannot bring himself to kill anything, mm-hmm. which is why I found it so interesting when the Todd in the movie went ahead and killed Whiskey. But that wasn't the first thing he killed. No, it wasn't. He uh, that bug. Yeah, he killed the bug. Yeah, that was gross. That was, that was random and like gross. Really
0: big bugs. Yeah,
1: I think it was to show that they were on an alien
0: planet. Anyway,
1: yeah. um, but
0: it was like there was no hesitation in it. No there wasn't yeah
1: yeah so anyway they're in the they're in the river aaron's coming after them um there's like rapids they get thrown out todd has to save viola the boat's Manchi's. capsized yeah the boat's capsized they the viol is like drowning and stuff so he like
0: they get to back her. to the
1: boat um and then aaron gets a hold of manchi it's so and awful it's horrific
0: straight up just drowns the dog yeah
1: murders holds the dog holds him under murders the
0: dog and todd tries to get to him yeah but because he's going against the current he doesn't mm-hmm. he doesn't get to him
1: so manchi is the turning point in todd's journey of being a man um because at the end he, they reach shore and todd's like can't you can hear in his thoughts he's like be a man don't cry
0: don't think about it don't think about it was it. just a dog just a yeah. stupid dog like, that's what he
1: says to viola because yeah. she's like i'm so sorry man was a good dog and he's like it's just a dog and they keep going yeah and then they they find towers and they climb up the towers and they have this really sweet moment where todd is just you can see in his thoughts that he's thinking about manchi and viola like sits with him and says like i forget what specifically she says but it's basically like it's okay to cry it's okay yeah. to have feelings it's okay to be sad Manchi was a good dog yeah and you are a good man. Showing that, like, Todd is still a man, even when he f- chooses to feel the feelings and be sad and cry. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was beautiful. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. And what better way to invoke those emotions than a mm. dead pet? I know! Like, I'm like... Because everyone, everyone cries when your pet dies. Everyone cries when your pet dies. Yeah.
1: I don't care how tough you are. Yeah. 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 So, they have that beautiful moment. And she, she, they make a little joke. She's
0: like, "I'm not gonna kiss you." And he was like, "I wasn't thinking about that. You can see it." Which, nose. which, because when they were in Far Ranch, like any time he did something or like she got close to him or something, he'd you, be like, "Is she gonna kiss me?" Yeah, but, "Is she gonna kiss me now?" Are you gonna kiss? like? Sometimes it would be straight up, "Are you gonna kiss me now?" Like yeah. actually talking to her. Other times it was in is the noise mm-hmm. of, oh, "She's gonna kiss me now." Mm-hmm. So it, it became a running joke after yeah. the. Uh,
1: the whole the, like yeah. him picturing him thinking the about the making out, out thing yeah so they have that beautiful moment they finally find a radio tower it's not in the place that they were originally going to cuz the mayor of Farbranch told them to go to a place called Haven uh, because they would have radio towers there but they find a radio tower before going to Haven
0: well they found the old ship that had yeah. an emergency transmission
1: yeah that's the that's what happened yeah. so they're had spider-man comes out I know this terrifying scene where like the wire is broken at the top so Todd has to scale this gigantic vertical. freaking it's ship. a ver- he, he just straight up
0: vertical climb
1: straight up vertical climb Todd to has to scale satellite. it with only his bare hands and his wits to get up there and fix the satellite I'm I'm happy spider-man that. was out it was terrifying to me I was like
0: he is going because that there well were then a they did times, a, they did a drone shot so it, as he's um as he's climbing up there you see in the distance the other men are chasing after them yeah, and finally closing in noise. and the camera is on them and then it almost does like a drone shot and gives you the full scale of the ship Ooh. and you see Todd climbing and he's literally just a little white speck yeah no like, it's terrifying it was terrifying it was
1: brutal yeah. to my imagination and then at some point Todd imagines himself falling so you see a projection of him falling and you're like ah! yeah because you think he's gonna fall but like it's not it's just it's his, his thoughts. thoughts it's just the noise he's imagining
0: himself falling yeah. Yeah.
1: It's, it, yeah anyway so he fixes it and viola manages to give a radio transmission to the people there but the mayor and the rest of the army come up before yes. um, so there is a scene where they're like
0: they're like we've got Ben, ben cutting so that yeah fight, so the, the rest of the guys spread out and surrounded the ship mm-hmm. and the mayor walks up with Ben in like rope or like his hands he's, are tied he's tied yeah yeah and has a gun to his head and is calling out to Todd telling him that he has Ben and if you don't show your face Ben's gonna die and mm-hmm. blah 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 yeah and Ben ends up getting shot yeah and ends up dying anyways in yeah. Todd's arms actually
1: we never see him die we just see him get shot
0: no but he's bleeding out. we see him like we see todd holding him
1: i i don't believe anyone is dead in movies unless we watch them die so like we watched killian die he's dead yeah but we didn't watch ben die anyway todd ben's like on poems the verge knife. of death
0: yeah and palms todd a knife
1: yeah it's todd's knife right because they took it from him at far branch Um, So Todd, like, tries to stab the mayor, and he stabs him in the leg and is running away. And then the mayor shoots Tom in the shoulder. Um, And then there's this really dramatic scene where the mayor is creating illusions of him to freak Todd out. And Todd's, like, on the edge of the uh, Spider-Man, Far From Home home vibes vibes. with Mysterio. I
0: almost leaned over to you in the theater, but I was, like, too... But the whole time I'm like, it's Mysterio. It's Mysterio all over again.
1: Yeah. So Todd's trying to keep his noise down so the mayor doesn't find him because he's, like, hiding under something. But the mayor does find him. And then he's doing the whole, like, illusion thing. You're worthless. You're weak.
0: You're... She doesn't like you because, like, I don't... Why are you helping her? Because she thinks you're weak. She doesn't like you. She hates you. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But then Todd... I also don't like... Did you catch the line where the mayor says, you think you can hide from me, but I've heard your noise since you were a baby? Yeah. Like, I know your noise. Oh, it was... It was bad. It gave Which, me shivers.
1: Yeah, it's Because you see rebounding. how long
0: he's had his claws in
1: Todd. In Todd, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um. Which just that line of, like... And you see it before, because you see, like, memories of, like, yeah. Todd as a kid with the mayor and all that, but... Like, I feel like that's when you truly get the idea of, like, I've known your noise since you were mm-hmm. a born, since you were mm-hmm. a baby. It also made me think of imagining what the noise is like for babies before they learn to talk.
1: Yeah. it's it, it makes me think of the, isn't there a line in um, the Bible that's like, you know, you know the voice of your father, or like, you know your father's voice.
0: I don't know probably but i'm thinking like so like tristan who i live with is Mm -hmm. not even a year and a half old yet yeah and i'm just trying to imagine like what his his little baby thoughts yeah like what like what the thoughts of like what a baby would be yeah that's cute it's really cute
1: yeah well the mayor is not cute no not Um, at all he
0: is the horrible being
1: um so todd projects an illusion behind him with his thoughts of his mom accusing the mayor of murdering them at
0: this point Todd is laying on the cliff edge, bleeding,
1: like, bleeding
0: out, like going yeah. to die soon. Yeah. And I think it shows the development of his character, mm-hmm. of the whole the whole plot line of control your thoughts, control your thoughts, control your thoughts. like he can't control me, can't control him, and all of a sudden, he
1: complete control. control. Yeah.
0: It's like he has
1: a he has a revelation. It's the superhero moment. It's that superhero moment. Yeah. Um so he projects an image of his mother standing behind the mayor with saying, a gunshot. With a gunshot in her saying like you did this to us because you are a coward. And then all and of the And you a don't sudden, want like, people to see your shame.
0: Yeah. and this and that and th- yeah and then it becomes every woman from yeah. the town.
1: Just a bunch of women standing behind and the mayor is so consumed by these illusions. He doesn't realize that it's Todd projecting them. Yeah. And then he, cause he's holding
0: his gun up to him.
1: Yeah. He's like ready
0: s- to shoot stepping them.
1: back towards the edge yep. and doesn't notice that Viola is real. And she has a stick and she whacks him and he falls off the cliff and we don't see him die. So, but you hear a splat. That doesn't mean death anymore. Not in movies from that far away though.
0: Because they eluded, but they eluded, you, I want that guy dead. Absolutely. I would love him to be um, dead, but. <laughs> because you hear, like, when they first, like, are exploring it and everything, Todd is, like, jumping on a hollow sounding area yeah. and Viola's, like, careful. There's at least, like, four stories below you. Yeah. Like, you'll die. Okay.
1: Yeah. Like,
0: they very much said if you fall through, you'll die. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so then Mayer falls off the cliff into down those four stories and you kind of hear a. Yeah. He dead.
1: He dead, boy. Oh, also, while all this is going on, Viola's down in the belly of the ship trying to Get this emergency
0: transit Yeah, and
1: then Aaron shows up because the noise demands a sacrifice. And that's when he says the line where he can't discern God from the noise anymore. Um, And then Viola sets him on fire.
0: Yeah, and then he burns and then he just kind of dissipates and vanishes yeah. he turns into ash
1: yeah it, it was it was honestly very brutal i was like I it was very so brutal down.
0: yeah and i, I had no and words. i like that you kind of saw viola like had to like shake herself out of it yeah because she sat there she's and crying watched. like yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah there are tears running down her poor face she's yeah. like i killed a man which is interesting because todd didn't kill a man like todd never killed a man yeah but then todd didn't kill anyone todd, cod God. todd didn't kill the mayor todd didn't kill aaron it was viola yeah um he did both yeah um so then he's still bleeding out and then cut to him waking up in like a healing pod or whatever in the ship i
0: got black panther vibes from that one. yeah
1: i know <laughs> Yep. just like a little thing and then the ship has landed people are there they're trying to figure stuff out. They've
0: already started. Uh,
1: yeah, colonizing. they're gonna stay because Todd Todd is nervous about Viola leaving because he likes Viola
0: and he doesn't want to be alone anymore. Yeah, because that was the whole theme at the beginning. Is he's you know he's like I'm I'm alone I'm lonely
1: I'm the last man I'm the last Someday boy, I'm, gonna, I'm be gonna be the, be the last, last, last man, man on earth Yeah blah blah, yeah. blah
0: blah 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 and so his whole dialogue he's like I have to help her but I don't want her to go and if yeah. I help her she's gonna leave and leave me all alone Yeah but I like her and she does and she hates it here so I still have to help her like yeah. that was the whole it was his him conflict putting,
1: he was putting aside his own desires for needs. someone else yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah and then but they find then out she tells here. them that sh- they're gonna stay and they're gonna figure stuff out and it's colonize on it. Her. yeah that's what she says <laughs> it's growing on because he, he and then he's like are you memory. gonna kiss me and she's like no <laughs> yeah actually she doesn't say anything she just walks away and we're all like
0: dang it and that's the end
1: that is the end of the movie um it was good it was good it was really good i, I
0: really liked it for having no idea what was going on yeah um,
1: even for me having read the books and understanding the depth of the characters i still enjoyed it oh yeah yeah
0: yeah i thought it was really cool um yeah. one of the things
1: i liked better about the books though was that the animals could talk
0: mm-hmm. so
1: you could hear the thoughts of the of manchi and of the horses and stuff um and i feel I'm like i'm glad
0: they didn't do that
1: yeah because in the book you have such a strong emotional connection with manchi because of who he is and like there's His a lot more in the book that he has to that he does and like does for todd and stuff so you hear todd being like yes good dog you're the best dog and stuff like that good dog manchi and then and then you see him die, and it's so bad yeah so bad yep. um But yeah, in the movie, there are no animal thoughts, which kind of helps soften the blow. However, however possible. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, we forgot to talk about the spackle. So at one point in the middle of the movie, Todd and Viola encounter a spackle who is the quote unquote alien life on that planet. When actually it's the humans who are the alien life. And then Todd, it grabs Todd. It initiates it. But todd is like i'm going to kill this thing he's he goes like, in
0: like a murderous rage yeah this
1: is this is after he loses manchi right no because manchi's barking never mind i'm so sorry um so it's but i think it's before they reach far branch but yeah. he's like about to murder this thing like you can he's like
0: shaking and like, he's just stabbing him
1: yeah he's just stabbing this creature and then viol is like stop and he stops, and then they let this a walk free. And Viola's just like, "You can't just. Why is your every impulse to kill something, to kill things? Yeah. And he's then like, it
0: show then it then, he, then Todd shows an illusion of the mayor saying, "If they don't, what did he say? If they don't agree with you, you kill them. Yeah, basically. Basically, that's basically that's not exactly what he said, but that was the gist of it, is if mm-hmm. they don't agree with your point of view, you kill them.
1: Yeah." Which,
0: and that's how you be a man which mm-hmm. is so wrong on so many levels yeah
1: yeah it's so it, yeah i really i really liked how they it was so on the nose i like everything about it was so on the nose where yeah. the book was more vague like i didn't catch on to the whole toxic masculinity um th- sorry um theme from the book so much as um yeah yeah but um
0: the hate the discrimination towards women yeah as well was really obvious Mm -hmm. um i like that you say right on the nose because according to tom holland everything was on the nose because he broke his nose (laughs) true
1: oh fun segues fun facts about the movie tom
0: holland broke his nose got so injured apparently he got he was so easily beat up he uh let me pull it up um during the first week of filming he broke his nose after getting punched in the face by a stuntman during a fight scene Ooh. on the last day of filming he passed out and came unconscious on camera while performing a scene where he had to hold his breath underwater
1: yeah for the reverie scene
0: yeah um he ended up having his wisdom teeth out during filming too mm-hmm. which wasn't an injury but like no, was it wasn't an injury due to the film yeah he's he was still in pain yeah like still gotta deal with that then he had the emotional pain of missing the endgame premiere because of reshoots
1: yeah let's talk about the reshoots that was, so originally yeah. this movie was supposed to be released in 2016 but um Lionsgate deemed the movie unreleasable so they had to go through with some major reshoots so they had to call the entire cast back together and do a bunch of reshoots which I tried to look for any discrepancies are you sure it was 2016 or was it 2019 it might have been 2019 I know it was there was a release date set for 2019.
0: Because this what I'm looking at is it says it was originally scheduled for a release on March 2019, but was pushed back to 2020 due to reshoots. Okay. And then pushed back to 2021 because of that's probably right. I think they started filming it in 2016 or something. Seventeen. They started filming in 2017, and then the reshoots in 2019 cost a total of 15 million dollars. Which is
1: so much. It's like, why even put out the movie? I'm glad they did. I'm so glad they I'm put the movie out. very glad they yeah. did. But, like, that's a lot of dollars for a movie that, due to COVID
0: and everything, is probably
1: not going to do very well. I don't know. Office. I think
0: it, c- it could be a mix because I think people are itching to get out again. Yeah. And so, I think people are wanting to go see movies. Like, I think... Mm-hmm. Because we've been stuck at home so much. Yeah, we've been on an, in, on an entertainment overload. But actually going to the theater is such an experience yeah, that we haven't had in a year. You know? Like, I saw a movie in August when theaters opened up again op- after the summer. Excuse me. And uh, But before that, I remember I saw a movie in last March. And mm-hmm. that was the last, like, other than the one movie in August, that was the last time I saw a movie so in crazy. theaters was in March. And at yeah. that time, and before that, I was going at least twice a month,
1: mm-hmm. which isn't
0: the norm for everyone. But it's still, like, it's an experience that people love to do. You go do. from twice a month to nothing? That's a that's a huge... It was awful.
1: <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. I noticed they didn't really... I felt like they didn't advertise the movie enough. So let me explain. So I feel like they put they had to push it back. So people kind of knew it was releasing. They just didn't know when. So then they released the first trailer, which I'm like, cool, we've got a trailer finally. Okay, now we've got a date. And then you don't it's like radio silence. You don't hear any Up
0: until th- like three months ago.
1: Yeah, you don't hear any interviews. I think Daisy Ridley did a couple and Nick Jonas did yeah. like one. Tom Holland has only been doing Cherry. Yeah, Tom Holland's only been sticking with Cherry and The Devil Next. What's it called? The Devil All the Time. I almost said The Devil Next Door. Uh, The Devil All the Time. time. Those are the movies that he's focusing on, and he hasn't. But even Devil All the Time came out a while ago. Yeah,
0: and so, but right now he's just been doing for Cherry.
1: Yeah, which I'm wondering if it's like a a schedule. There might be some kind of like contractual conflict. With promoting different movies at the same time, which
0: actually, I don't think so. I don't. Okay, I don't, maybe well, he's I just mean, like <laughs> he might be. But I, I guess what I meant to say was, I don't understand if there would be. like, yeah, I don't understand. he's that promoting
1: reasoning. the new Spider-Man two right now. No, as I meant oh, two as well, t- not oh, the oh, number two. Yeah, sorry.
0: <laughs> um, I think. Well, he's promoting it. I think because people keep asking. Yeah. You know, because he's currently filming it. That's it's, it's still being filmed as we speak mm-hmm. and so i think like during all of this cherry press people are just they're like we know you're in atlanta filming right now yeah tell us anything you can about spider-man because we know that's what you are currently like you're gonna go to work tomorrow and and be spider-man yeah what can we know yeah so i think it's that's more true. i think for him promoting spider-man it's more just because people are asking
1: yeah i know he promoted chaos walking like while he was shooting and then like while they were reshooting and okay. stuff so, he talked about it then, but now that it's released, like, he he yeah. hasn't, said,
0: hasn't anything. said anything.
1: At least post-wise, he might have said it's stuff in the story. That's a good question. That's, I wonder. That's,
0: I think that's the key is, does he know it's come out finally? Yeah. That um, could be. Because, I mean, he's done more press for Uncharted. And Uncharted got pushed back to next year.
1: True. Yeah. Wow. I'd wonder... Yeah. yeah, I know Daisy Ridley has done a little bit of stuff, but she's not on social media. Right. So she can't promote it. I know it that Nick way. Jonas
0: has been posting about it. That's good. Like I saw I saw, like cuz I follow the Chaos Walking Instagram page and they were reposting mm-hmm. Nick Jonas's stuff. Okay, that's good. So whether he himself or like his team. That would probably Someone was help. promoting it like on yeah, on social media. Not necessarily him doing interviews, but mm-hmm. they've been so,
1: yeah. And I've had a few targeted ads on my Instagram
0: stories and they stuff like that. They did a book that. club. They did a book club? Yeah. That's cool. And I held back from participating because I was like, I want to see the movie first. <sighs> yeah. Well, now you can read the book. So now good. I can read the book, yeah. Yeah. But they they did like a weekly book club with the author.
1: Oh, good. I love him. Okay, so I'm going to talk about, um, I read an interview with the author where he was talking about what he thought of the movie because he helped write the screenplay, yes. especially for the reshoots and stuff. Um, And he said there were two, two things that he said we can't, we can't not have in the movie one was in the book there are two moons in mm-hmm. the movie there are two suns which i think the
0: significance of that is like the relationship between todd and viola and also i understand the switching it to suns because mm-hmm. there were several times where they would be like oh it's nighttime but it was still sunlight out and viola was like how do you know it's nighttime
1: oh i missed that yeah cool
0: cool, cool. so i think like very rarely were they in the dark. Mm-hmm. Like, w- very rarely was it dark outside. Which makes sense. So it, so having be, two suns yeah. instead of two moons
1: makes Make, sense for that plot. That does. And also, it's the significance of that could be, like, the sunlight exposes everything. And yeah. the men's thoughts are constantly exposed. Like, you're always vulnerable. You can't oh. hide in the
0: dark. Yeah. There's no darkness to hide Wow, in. wow,
1: wow. Revelations. We're going anyway. on deeper
0: levels. I know.
1: Which is going into this and thing. And then the second the second thing awful. was that it's truly awful, but it has to happen, apparently, is Manchi's death in the river. And the book it was much more horrific because Erin doesn't
0: want to read it.
1: <laughs> I don't want to go it's, through that pain again. I know. It's good though. I know. Um it's more horrific in I'll the I'll just book. speed through that part. Yeah, just like yeah. speed read. It's bad, but it has to happen because that is the point where Todd um makes that connection that you can still be upset about things and be a man you, you can, can still, show emotions you and have it's emotions. not weak you can to show feel feelings yeah and you don't have to kill things to be a man yeah which i think is very very important
0: <laughs> oh yeah
1: um yeah but i love patrick ness i think he's a genius um also if you want to read some of his books a monster calls is probably one of my favorite books of all time it's beautiful. And heartbreaking and magnificent. Watch that. <laughs> and read that. It's a movie, too. Which Tom that, Holland was in. I was going to say, we just
0: learned that he was the stand-in for the monster.
1: Yeah. Which was voiced by Liam Neeson. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Basically, Tom Holland played Liam Neeson. Which, isn't that anyone's dream? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. This movie was great. I really so was a liked a good movie. It. Yeah. For... Because I had never heard of the books. Mm-hmm. And all I saw, how did I... I somehow stumbled across the trailer when it released. Yeah. I th- actually, Probably because Tom Holland. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Is I think that was like the one thing he did was he shared the trailer. Oh, okay, that's great. Like when the trailer first came out before they had a release date. Uh uh-huh. Because um, I remember the trailer I watched, it only said coming soon. It didn't have a release yeah. date. So, uh, yeah, somehow the trailer had stumbled into my social media feed so I watched it and I was like I don't understand anything mm-hmm. but this looks really cool yeah so then I got the audiobooks and, I, and so then I found out it was a trilogy mm-hmm. to which then I bought all the audiobooks for them and I listened to like the first 20 minutes of like the little short story prequel that mm-hmm. Patrick Ness wrote to kind of like explain what was going like to explain the world yeah and I, I think I told you I made it like 20 minutes in and mm-hmm. I said. I understand the premise of what's going on in that trailer now. And so I press stop and I was like, I'm going to wait for the movie. Yeah. Because I like the, I like experiencing it visually with no knowledge. Mm. Um, I think it really adds to that experience of that element of surprise of what's going to happen next. True. So yeah,
1: I totally understand that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. cool. I definitely recommend watching it.
1: Yeah. I do as well. I also recommend reading the books, but you know.
0: <laughs> yeah i will get back to you on that recommendation after i finish the books
1: <laughs> you will also recommend them probably cool
0: well thanks for coming on absolutely thanks for
1: inviting me to see the movie yeah,
0: yeah. it was really fun
1: yeah it was a good time
0: so. all right well thanks everyone for listening yep go watch the movie go read the books we'll talk and to you later tune back in next time for another movie in i okay. don't know what it is yet um oh cool thank you everyone bye That's it for this week, guys. Thanks for listening, and if you have any movie facts or questions you want to add, send us an email at moviesandmokus 20 at gmail.com, or if you have any movie suggestions you want to add to our list, let us know what you want us to talk about. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Just look for the Movies and Mocus podcast. Have a great day, guys.